Hey everyone, welcome to The Roadmap, Benzinga's new NFT show. The last few episodes, we've had some great interviews. We've had the teams behind the Vogu Collective, Robotos, the Doge Pound, OniForce, Crypto Dads, and the Blue Team. We've also done some NFT giveaways and plan on doing those in the future. So stay tuned for more great giveaways. We've got a great show today. Joining us, we'll have the co-founder of Rarible, and we'll also dive into the news and some current and upcoming drops and events to talk about. But without further ado, everyone, this is The Roadmap. All right, what's up, everyone? Yeah, welcome to The Roadmap, Benzinga's new NFT show. We currently air Tuesdays and Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern time. We're working on getting more show times because I know everyone out there wants more NFT coverage. So if you guys would like Benzinga to add more NFT shows, go ahead and hit one in the chat and go ahead and smash that like as well so we can get started up. Let me go ahead and bring on my co-host, Maz. Maz, what's going on, buddy? Yo, what's going on, Chris? How you doing today, man? Doing great. I mean, another exciting week, right? There's so much always going on in NFT land. There's mints every day. There's events every day. There's, you know, uh, new NFT drops for existing products. There's new roadmaps put out. There's just so much going on out there. Absolutely. Well, first of all, the shout out to the chat. I'm looking at it right now. We looks like we have some uh, Dizzy Dragon uh, owners in there. So shout out, you know, thumbs up really quick. Let's get the show going. Uh, so shout out to them. We have some amazing headlines to get to today. And yeah. Yeah, we're going to have to dive into dragons in a minute. Uh, it looks like that community is showing up in full force today. Uh, Maz, it, it's Tuesday. So one of the first things we like to do is talk about the last week, right? So I want to talk about last week's top 10 in sales volume real quick. So yes. no surprise, Axie Infinity leading the way again for the third straight week. Sales of 109.0 million. Then we had CryptoPunks number two, ArtBlocks number three. Again, no big surprises. The, the big surprise was CupCats, right? Yeah. CupCats coming in fourth place. Uh, 16.9 million sales volume up 3,300%. Um, that was the big gainer. And then Cool Cats at five, Bored Apes at six, Mutant Apes at seven. And then the other big gainer, Lazy Lions at eighth. Uh, Lazy mm -hmm. Lions up 36%. They did have a uh, NFT drop that we'll talk about in a minute. So they did see some heavy volume from that. And then Maz, I went... And I looked past the top 10, and the other big surprise for me was NBA Top Shot. They had sales volume of $6.8 million last week, up 91.8%. Um, wow. I think they were 14th place. So again, not in the top 10, but a nice increase. That was a project we highlighted last week, that it was gaining some more uh, you know, steam getting back up. And remember, NBA Top Shot's fourth all-time with sales volume of $720 million. So uh, nothing to sneeze at here. That's our top 10. Uh, Maz, Absolutely. let's get into some uh, recent mints and events. Uh, tell me about these Galactic 
Apes. Yes. Yeah, so we had a stealth drop this weekend. Galactic Apes, they dropped. No marketing. They they shut down their Discord. They didn't post anything on Twitter. Uh, they have a Genesis drop, which is around 100 pieces. They launched before Board Apes. And I think the floor for those was around 15. I think it's definitely much higher now. So there was some sort of substance there, but they dropped 10,000 pieces. I think it was at what? Saturday night. Uh, they sold yeah sold out in five minutes and then just the hype after that has been absolutely insane i'm a big fan of the art if you look at them they're pretty cool um yeah so the floor is around one eth right now and you know there's some sort of gamification they're doing where you have to collect you know the apes they have three uh different types of apes they have gorillas orangutans and chimpanzees you got to collect all three to play the game which we're going to see soon what they mean by that. But a lot of hype here. Were you able to mint, Chris, or have you followed up with them? I, I followed this project. I wasn't able to mint. Um, the timing just didn't work out with that contract. But I mean, the, this artwork looks great. And I like the fact that there is three different classes, you know, and yeah. having that gamification, you know, wanting people to collect all three or have more than one ape, I think could provide, you know, some additional value. Um, this is a project where, you know, it's one ETH now, and I think the the flipping's done, and I think this one could have, you know, some long-term lasting value. So I'm definitely looking at it, you know, as more of a long-term play here. Uh, I think the value is going to increase here. Absolutely. Yeah, and then I know something big happened yesterday. Do you want to tell us what that was as far as we had a big celeb? Uh, changes profile picture. Yeah, I mean, we always talk about celebrities on the show. Again, celebrities don't make or break a project, but when you get a big name to attach themselves to your project, especially if it's as well known as Shaquille O'Neal, Shaq himself, 15.5 <laughs> million followers on Twitter, and he changed his profile picture to a creature, Creature World, a well-known uh, NFT project and, and Maz, no surprise here in the last 24 hours, Creature sales $6.2 million, number four in sales volume on Crypto Slam and sales volume up 1,144%. That is the Shaq effect. Um, wow. and, and this one's got some other big names in it too. I think Gary Vee owns some, yeah. um, you know, and some other big celebrities. So this isn't a first one. The floor price is 2.35 now on these. Um, I think it was uh, well under two before, more like closer to one. Um, I mean, and these sales just took off yesterday. And I mean, this is kind of a different one, right? We, we haven't seen as much artwork like this. So I, I like it. And Shaq didn't really make an announcement, right? He just changed his profile picture. So th there's a chance he could put out a tweet or say something about Creature and that could uh, bring even more value. What do you think? Yeah, that's the crazy part, right? He didn't make an announcement. He didn't say anything. He just changed his profile picture and that's it. And, you know, and that's so crazy that that created this, you know, wave of FOMO, you know, big whales started buying after that and the price shot up. I forget what it was at before, but it's gone up substantially. Um, so yeah, if he does shout out, we don't know if there's a collaboration. We don't know anything. We don't know if he's just a fan, if it was paid, we don't know anything at all. So it's going to be interesting to watch for the next couple of days. I like the art uh, creatures, you know, I think it's different. I think it's definitely blue chip material. So we'll see where that goes. Um, another big mint that happened yesterday. So it seems like we're in the cycle of cute profile pictures now, right? So a lot of these cute profile picture NFTs are just 
going through the moon here. And we had a big one yesterday, Winter Bears. Uh, were you able to mint those, Chris? You know, I wasn't. I'm sad to say that I was actually on a call with a team member here at Benzinga. I saw the activity picking up, and by the time I got off the phone, these things had already sold out. Gas was running crazy. But, I mean, it, it shouldn't come as that big of a surprise, right, once people saw this this cute profile that is, you know, the, the hot play right now. And, and look at that. I mean, a 0.2 floor. I think it hit almost 0.3 yesterday. Um, yeah. You know, and, and these were cheap to mint, right? So this was a, a nice project for anyone who was able to uh, to catch that move there. Exactly. And it seems like, you know what it is? It's a FOMO from Cool Cats. You know, these all kind of resemble or seem inspired by Cool Cats. Cool Cats hit 10th floor this weekend. There was a big celebration. It was trending on Twitter. So it's no surprise that people were priced out of that. They're trying to find, you know, projects that are cute like this and, you know, can build community. So community is a big part, plus the cute profile picture as well. Definitely. So then the next project I, I'm scared to talk about because the chat might start going crazy, but we have <laughs> we have Dizzy Dragons. So Dizzy Dragons, Dizzy Dragons, they announced an update to their roadmap, right? We are the roadmap after all. That's one of the things we still look at, you know, on these projects. So I remember watching this project when it was like 0 0.03, 0 0.04. They did a fusion where you could merge together two of your dragons. So it's a deflationary project, right? So there's nice. uh, 6,000 of them right now. The floor is 0.19, and they're actually still fusing through uh, Thursday the 30th. So that's going to be the last day that you can fuse under the current roadmap. And then they announced that they're expanding the Dizzy Universe and lore with a new collection. So if you owned a fused dragon, you will get a free claim to the new collection. So right now, if you were to buy two dragons, fuse them together, you're going to get a free mint on that next project. Uh, Maz, you know how much I like you know the, the roadmaps and I like buying into these projects where you get a new NFT out of owning. I'm a big fan of that reward system. I think it provides good value. So here you have two things, right? You have deflationary. There's going to be less dragons out. And then also getting a new claim. To me, that's a win-win. So uh, I I've been looking at these dragons. Hopefully, I'm not driving the price up too much right now talking about them because uh, this is one on my watch list. What do you think, Mess? Yeah, so I'm a big fan of deflationary uh, you know, roadmaps. I like to see less supply or just you know, ways to reward early community members. And, you know, we're still so early in the NFT world that doing this, you know, as the projects take on, you know, as more people join, there's less supply, more demand, you reward people that hodl. So I love it. And I like the art. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I love the art. And it sounds like maybe we need to have the, the Dizzy Dragons team come on a, a future show and tell us more about the roadmap and this artwork. Yeah. So if you're out there, hit us up on Twitter, let us know, and uh, we we can get Drizzy, uh, you know, with everyone on this show. Let's do it. Um, so speaking of, you know, drops, we have non-fungible uh, not bones. Have you seen those, Chris? I have. They were kind of cool looking, right? Because they were kind of unique. Um, you know, something I hadn't seen yet. Um, you know, this skeleton. So we also have a bit of a Halloween theme and mass. Yes. These things got hot in a hurry. I mean, this is a 10,000 uh, NFT project. The floor is 0.2. 
Um, you know, this was a cheaper project to begin with that people just, was it you know, a free mint? I, 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 this one might've been free. I yeah. mean, this one just shot up in a hurry and it got a ton of attention. Exactly. And just, yeah, like you said, Halloween's coming up. This seems like a perfect Halloween, like auto play. Look at that one. 87 ETH. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, we we might have to do a show on uh, some Halloween NFTs because Maz, I I've been looking. I I I've been thinking. Hey, what's gonna be the next uh, NFTs that everyone you know circles around for for Halloween? We're already seeing some move up, uh, but I think there's a couple more that could be going. So uh, stay tuned for that uh, a future show here. Um, Absolutely, Maz. We've got uh, another. Uh, you know, well-known project, Lazy Lions. So Lazy Lions, the mint price was 0 0.05. They sold out in less than five hours. And, and these things, they recently dropped bungalows, which were free for all holders, minus the cost of gas. Um, and look at that floor price. The floor price is two ETH on these now. Wow. I mean, and you heard me say 0.05 to mint. That I've seen lots of people with this as picture which again that, that's Same. part of the that's part of the you know the big uh you know bull case for nfts right with some of these uh ones that are animals they're cute they do well as a pfp as you want to see a lot of people that have them as their pfp and i've seen a lot of lions out there and, and i think they look cool right i mean great artwork you've got some different uh traits there i mean the the cigarettes the different hair color you got hats on some i mean we got the beanie hat there and then the bungalows right there. I mean, that's mm -hmm. kind of cool, right? Where's your lion gonna live? You get a free mint of a bungalow for your for your lion to uh, to live at. So a nice reward again for the lions. Yeah, that's a great point. You know, and I've, the lazy lion community, I see them everywhere. You know, like you said, profile pictures. I see so many of those on Twitter, on Discord, and to me, that's a strong sign of the community. So that's really cool to see. Awesome. Well, uh, I I know we've got one that is on Rarible. Let's save that one for when we get into our interview. Mazza yes. uh, Art Blocks, we talked about it last week, right? The Chromie Squiggles. Uh, did you happen to see that there was another big sale for the Chromie Squiggles? Yeah, there was a big sale. I think it was Chromie, Chromie Squiggle 4697 for 945 ETH, which is around 2.8 million. Uh, there's been big sales in the last week or so. Which is interesting because, you know, Artblocks has, you know, there was a slight dip in the last couple of weeks. So it's interesting to see, you know, the squiggles going for these all-time highs. I mean, those things just continue to, you know, set records and, you know, yeah. $2.88 million for a Chromie squiggle. That That is insane. And Artblocks continues to do more and more drops. Uh, Maz, how about Alphabetty, right? We had Alphabetty team on not too long ago, and we saw that floor price rise over the past couple days. We did see some well-known traders and discords, you know, circle around yeah. this, but also Alphabetty announced a DAO, right? So current and future owners of Alphabetty will own part of the Betty DAO, where they will get 2% of secondary sales. And then that DAO also owns 132 Bettys. 29 coloring books, a mutant eight yacht club, five ETH, and another one ETH in other NFTs. Uh, you can see some of them in that picture there. Um, Maz, I'm a big fan of the DAO uh, component too. So what do you think of this uh, alphabetty news? 
Yeah, we like the Bettys, and shout out to the team we had them on a couple weeks ago. Such a great team, and to see them, you know, bring the Dow to life is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I love the work. I think it's a great long-term play. They've been around for some time in the NFT world, so seeing them have, you know, a nice bounce back and trending again is awesome. And then, Mass, have you ever heard of these, uh, the the Bruz? This is I have a not project on Rarible. Um, Alyssa, if we can get that artwork up. This is an interesting one, right? So we're going to talk to Alex from Rarible. And I hadn't heard of this project, but I recently found it. I, I like the artwork. What do you what do you think of that, Maz? I mean, these are kind of cool looking. Yeah, they are. Uh, the bras. Let me see. I'm looking at them now. Let's see. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Yeah, so we're gonna have to do more research in that, or maybe get this I like team, the face, yeah, get this team on. I mean, I haven't seen anything, you know, exactly like this, which I'm always a fan of. You know, uniqueness, something different. And again, you can find these on Rarible. Looks like they are auctioning off right now. Um, you know, so uh, but we we do have an interview to get to. So I, I'm super excited. Uh, we get to talk to Alex Salnikov, the head of product and co-founder from Rarible. So without further ado, let's bring on Alex. Alex, welcome to the roadmap. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you guys for having me today. I'm of so course. excited. Yeah, we're excited to hear more about Rarible. Of course, Rarible is a well-known NFT platform, uh, but we want to dive into to some of the specifics. But first off, Alex, can you just tell viewers who may not be familiar with Rarible, you know, what is Rarible all about? Rarible is all about creating and selling your own NFTs. So we started two years ago as the platform where anyone could create NFTs. Back then, that was a luxury. Uh, every platform was closed out. You needed to pass the B vip uh, invite system get yourself verified button variable like everyone was able so it's like everyone welcome nft marketplace and we are really into the yellow and fun and playful stuff i, I guess this this part of of the world uh being being nice designed ui ux is what excites us a lot in the nft space too Perfect. Well, uh, you know, we talk a lot about big NFT projects, um, you know, celebrities or well-known projects that launch, they mint, strong secondary sales. Can you tell us about some of the most successful projects that have launched on Rarible? Yeah, uh, just in this weekend, we had the large drop by Lerona. Uh, you can find it in the uh, in the top collection section, uh, in the hot collection section. Uh, they made seven hundred thousand uh, just out of the five or six items. So that basically was like thirty ETH per item in the auction. Uh, you can see them all over the world. It's the famous boys collection uh, all over the Twitter. Uh, like a lot of a lot of guys in Twitter have that. On their avatar, I think Stanny from Avi, the protocol, the DeFi protocol, has one on his avatar. So pretty famous one. Uh, and also the previous ones, a big one, probably you know the Kid Eight uh, person who launched the not 10k but 8,888k 8, collection uh, of his devils. 
So he's like long time variable user. He made several consecutive drops of a hundred, hundred and fifty thousand dollars uh, over and over again. We love him so much. I, I I own one too. Awesome. Well, we do know that there are you know uh, some other NFT platforms out there. I I won't name any, but Alex, can you tell us? You know, how is Rarible different than some of your competitors out there? Yeah. So first of all, Rarible was always really appealing to the creators. So we have an extended minting functionality. You can mint NFTs with images, GIFs, MP3, MP4s. You can add unlockable content. You can you can check the arbitrary royalties to like 50%, 30% the way you want. Build that into your item and uh, obviously customize your profile. So it, it always was like uh, get to the leaderboard. It always was about the creator himself. Follow a lot of social aspect on the platform. You have the whole following feed where only the items from the people who you follow are displayed. So uh, we love this this social aspect a lot. Love that. So I have a question for you as far as target audience and customers, a little bit more into it. Um, you know, so how do you guys go about finding your ideal customer or target audience as of now, considering, you know, all these other NFT platforms are popping up and you guys have been around for a while, which is great. Yeah, we've been around for a while. Uh, I think our best, our best strategy is to be in communities. Uh, we are known as community-owned and community-operated platform. Uh, we launched a governance token a year ago, but that's another story. But basically, uh, it's just always be on the spotlight on Twitter. We do have a BD guys that are on the lookout for everyone for big drops. The French Montana team. Uh, recently uh, sold out their their physical sneakers and there are some digital left. You can check those out. Um, nice. So our our target audience is basically the, the more consumer-based, the more mainstream audience because uh, we design variable to be simple, to be to, easy to use and fun. And that's why we look for people who just want to do something fun for their audience. So not to be like highly transactional, uh, but more like a culture aspect of things. Love that. And that's a great point. You actually talked about my next question, which was the governance token. So uh, Rarible has a governance, governance token called Rari. Can you tell us a little bit more about that? Yeah, so we launched that uh, again. We we started as the most open platform, and basically that was another step in in becoming even more open. So we launched the governance token about a year ago in July 2020, and that was a massive success. We were amongst the first like 10 projects that launched a liquidity uh, mining uh, program. But uh, DeFi projects, uh, in their case, liquidity mining is like I supply capital. Uh, whereas in the NFT project, in the marketplace, uh, liquidity is the supply and demand on the marketplace. That's why we started rewarding suppliers and demanders on the marketplace. So basically buyers and sellers. And we distribute governance rights over the platform to the buyers and sellers. That's how you, you basically receive a cash back on every deal that you've made. It varies like from 5% to 20% on the deal, on the volume now uh at, at at the time we started that was a hundred percent so basically everything was for free so that's the process of uh, 
progressive decentralization of the wearable uh, of the wearable project. You earn the ownership over that, and there is the DAO. Uh, we recently launched a protocol, uh, which is basically all the tech behind Rarible that allows you to spun up your own NFT project, your own NXT experience much more faster than if you build that ground up. And the protocol is directly governed by the DAO, completely built upon this open principles, um, open source, community-owned, uh, while wearable.com is just one of the apps on top of that. So there is a wireboard ecosystem, and the Rarity token is, is basically the key to that. Love that. So the goal of Rarible is to evolve into a full-on DAO then, correct? Exactly. Yeah, full-on DAO. It's already there. Uh, it's not in yet in, in its best uh, governance form. So uh, the, the, we do have we do have a, a signaling error right now, which is basically like a multi-six snapshot voting, which is gasless, and it's early. If you want to participate in the variable DAO, just like join. It's early. It's never been a better time to do that. Let's go. Love that shout out. Now, never a better time. We are gonna make it. Uh, Alex, uh, it was announced uh, earlier this year when Rarible uh, raised money that there was a partnership with Dapper Labs, the company behind NBA Top Shot. Can you give us an update on the, this partnership with Dapper Labs and what it means for Rarible? Basically, it means for Rarible that the Flow blockchain is the next blockchain we're going to adopt. Uh, the work is in the heavy development uh it takes a lot of thought process to understand how do we combine two blockchains on the same platform because they have different wallets uh, and we need to not confuse the user with like where where do i go to to get an item and there is this this big big development under undergoing these days uh i cannot yet say what what days we're going to launch but it's 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 basically be the next blockchain that we're going to and the Dapper Labs is an absolutely amazing team. They have absolutely amazing blockchain, um, no gas prices almost. It's really cheap, really environmentally friendly. Well, the team behind CryptoKitties obviously knew how to build a blockchain for NFTs. In June, Rarible raised money in a new funding round. Can you tell us, you know, why the decision to, to raise money then and what will it go towards? Yeah, so it's been a really fruitful year for Rarible in, in just January 2021. Uh, we raised uh, a series seed from, from Coinbase Ventures, CoinFund, uh, and 1KX. All those, uh, all those amazing funds. And later, just like five months later, we raised another 14.2 million led by Venrock and, and CoinFund. So uh, the, it, it's basically the, the, the traction of the, of the market, uh, uh, which, which resulted in, in our understanding that we need to scale the platform. We need to scale the, the team. We need to, to hire a lot, of, a lot of new team members. And uh, well, the, that always, investments always go to the team members uh, because you, you need you need to have a lot of people to integrate new blockchains we recently integrated credit card support so the motto behind this whole investment is like uh, we're, we're going to be the best platform for mainstream drops so really easy to use 
supporting environmentally friendly blockchain, um, going multi-chain, going to L2s, uh, supporting credit cards, simplified login flow, all sorts of things like that are, are for this round. So at the time of that funding round, I saw an article that mentioned Rarible had $150 million in sales over an 18-month period. Is there any uh, revenue or user uh, metrics and figures that you can share with us to, to update viewers here? Yeah, so the total sales, the total sales which are uh, sit at the level of $212 million, uh, it's it's a crazy number. I never, I never have thought that we will get that, uh, that crazy in just a couple of years. Uh, and with the 30 days uh, numbers of, of uh, 20 and 18 million over the past two uh, respectful months. Um, so that's, that's pretty great. Um, again, we're, we're doing almost a million dollar per day uh, in, in, in sales um, and, and support a lot of creators. Perfect. So Alex, you know, we are an NFT show, but of course, Benzinga, right, where I am employed, we're a stock stock market news site. So one of the questions I have to ask, you know, is, is Rarible considering an IPO? Is that in the long term plans? And maybe how close is Rarible to getting there? Oh, yeah, uh, it's a really great question. Uh, we have not thought about that yet properly because obviously we have a we have a governance token. We're moving towards a DAO, and in the same time, we have a a front end app which is a private company that can go public. And and basically, the understanding of are we going public or are we going uh, to full DAO site on with all the assets? It's it's unclear yet. Absolutely. So I wanted to talk to you a little bit more. Can you tell us a little bit more about the new project, uh, the protocol? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm really glad you asked. So this have been uh, the result of basically our six months of work. Well, actually, uh, of, of all the two years of work, because what we did is we've taken out the infrastructure behind Rarible. So the smart contracts for creating items, the smart contracts for selling and buying items, the smart contracts for royalties, uh, the indexing tool, which is like 90% of all the code uh, of the protocol that tracks all the provenance, like what happened with each NFT, when it was born, to whom it was transferred, when and for how much that was sold, what the activity is, what are my NFT is, what are the NFT inside some collection are. So this is whole like trading infrastructure behind Rarible. We, we took that and separated that into a new project, which is Rarible Protocol. So for everyone who wants to start their own NFT project, it, it, it became much easier. We basically spent two years developing that uh, our own and we know how hard that is and that's why we we, we made that for the community so it, it's built on this open principles open sourced community governed as i mentioned so we provide certain guarantees to the people right now there is no like there is no open source indexing tool available on the market that supports all the nfts out there 
So if you're building a wallet, for example, and uh, you want to show your, your customer uh, what are the NFTs that belong to that particular wallet, you need an indexing tool that will tell you like, yeah, we know. You, you can just go to blockchain and query that. It, 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 information is like spread thin across the whole blockchain in a really, really thin layer. And we aggregate that and provide that to the market. So for all the developers that want to build their project, it's, it's an awesome set of infrastructure. That's awesome, man. I love that. Can you tell us a little bit more about the revamped uh, secondary trading on Rarible? Thank you. Thank you for asking that too. So uh, obviously in, in, in spite of this uh, uh, 10K collections, PFP projects, uh, uh, craziness that's going over, uh, we we went and revamped the whole the whole experience of trading that collections on Rarible. So uh, it, basically, it starts if you're a collection owner, you can go to Rarible, you can find that collection, you can claim ownership over that, you can set up avatar, you can set up a cover image over that, you can set up uh, a multiple royalties. So like, let's say I want to put a 1% to our community treasury. I want to put 0.5% to offset environmental impact of my collection. So set up multiple royalties and spread out the word about this collection to be traded on Rarible. Also, we released the, the top collections section, which is now on top of the whole website, which shows you all the leaderboard of the latest, coolest collections. And uh, we track data not only on variable, but on the whole blockchain there. So if a collection originated like 20 million somewhere on other marketplaces, we, we, we put that data into the leaderboard. So you can find the fresh leaderboard of collections on variable. You can click on collection, you can trade that collection. We added filters by trades, uh, various types of filters, price low to high. Uh, you can now like sort this and get the floor pricing. I know that sounds basic uh, for a lot of people because uh, this is uh, available already at, at some other places. But we've been always uh, about we've been always marketplace about creators. And sometimes I speak to people and they oh I never knew that you can trade secondary and wearable at all. So I decided that they want to unpack on that. You can trade secondary and wearable, and that's been an awesome experience lately. Love that. Yeah, so the NFT space right now, I mean, has just gone completely parabolic in the last couple of months. What can Rarible do or what is it doing or what's going to do to, you know, kind of establish its spot in the NFT market, you know, moving forward? Yeah, uh, basically, we stand really highly on this decentralized approach. It's really important. There is not many decentralized players out there. Protocol is a big play there. Uh, on the marketplace layer, uh, we are building a tool for the generative art projects. Uh, so if you want to launch a new collection uh, and you don't have a technical team that would help you to code all that, uh, you can approach Rarible and we might help you to launch this. Uh, so this, this is a, a nice addition to the team. But uh, overall, along, along the lines, we want to be open, we want to be decentralized, and we want to be fun and joyful in approaching the, the market. Obviously, going multi-chain with all the new blockchains that popping up is the big part of our strategy. Exactly. That's actually a great question. The Solana, the Cardano, any implementation of that anytime soon? 
Uh, I, it's actually really interesting that you named this tool. I know Solana is hugely popular these days just because uh, everybody tried to scale blockchains by dividing them into shards, by sharding, and Solana said, no, we weren't going to do that. We're going to have one just really fast and strong blockchain uh, that, that, that played out really well for them. Uh, so Solana is uh, in uh, in thoughts. We haven't started that, but we are really looking over the Solana. And for Cardano, uh, I think it's one of the most esoteric blockchains out there. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of traction these days. They just really smart contracts, so we haven't even approached that. The things we're looking on is Flow, uh, Teases, Polygon, uh, in Polkadot, there is Moonbeam. Uh, it's an EVM-compatible parachain of Polkadot. Uh, we're, we're looking over those uh, those chains. Awesome, awesome. Well, Alex, I mean, some great answers there. One of the questions we always like to ask here, you know, we we try not to to shill too many projects, but we have to ask people when they come on. What are some of your favorite projects that you own or that you've kind of followed along the story um, in NFTs? Oh, it's a it's a really good question. So I think I, I covered some of them. Uh, my 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 probably all time favorite is Kid Eight uh, projects with Devils. Uh, I really like the aesthetics. It's like uh, bold and and fun and. and and a little, uh, and a little. Mm, I, I don't, I don't have a correct word here. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the here it is. I I participated in auctions couple times. I never made it, uh, just because there was a, always a lot of guys who wanted that, uh, uh, and and were willing to fight better than me. Uh, this this has been like absolutely amazing. I love these devils. So uh, as you can see, there is not many available on the secondary sales. Everybody who's got them, put them for sale, like for a thousand ETH. Uh, but you might try to get some uh, to get some uh, bits there. Yeah, there oh, they are on screen. Those those look great. Uh, we've talked about Kid Eight before. We're looking to maybe have him on the show in the future. Love this uh, artwork and these style projects. So, yeah. Alex, uh, great shout out there. Uh, well, this was exciting. You know, I, I can honestly say, you know, I didn't know a ton about Rarible, but now I think I'm up to speed. Um, I love the DAO component. Uh, I think that could be exciting for the future. So I'll be checking out Rarible later today. Um, so again, team, joining us on the show, Alex Salnikov, the head of product and co-founder of Rarible. Alex, thanks so much for taking time out of your busy schedule and joining us on the roadmap today. Thank you, Chris and Matt. That's been exciting to be here. Awesome. Thanks, we'll Alex. see you soon. Thanks, Alex. All right, guys, another exclusive interview here on the roadmap. I mean, Maz, yes. that's exciting, right, to hear about Rarible, an NFT platform. One of my favorite things was that he said that the platform was built based on what? The creators, right? All about people who want to mint and create NFT projects. They support the artists. They support the creators. Um, 
And then also that talk at the end, right, about, you know, when you asked about, you know, Solana and some of these other platforms, I like the Dapper Labs integration coming soon, the Flow blockchain. So some exciting times ahead. What do you think, Mass? Yeah, you know, Rarible is interesting because like you said, it's for the creator. And that's actually how I heard about Rarible first was from an artist, you know, a very low key artist, you know, sent me his work through Rarible, wanted me to check it out. Uh, so it's interesting now that NFTs have blown up, you know, gone parabolic to see, you know, these competitors and seeing what they do to differentiate, you know, their market share in the NFT world. So Herbal is one of those that has been around for a while, and I'm excited to see where they go with all the DAO and the token and things like that. Definitely. Well, it, it looks like the chat loved the interview as well. And again, shout out to the Dizzy Dragons team for joining us yes. today. Um, I also saw a fun comment from a, a lion owner saying maybe they should put their lion in their Dizzy Dragon bungalow. Um, <laughs> so maybe they own both projects out there. So guys, it's time. There's that comment there from Michael. Uh, guys, it's time to talk about some upcoming uh, items, right? So let's talk about some future mints. Let's talk about some reveals that we're going to get. So if you have projects out there you want us to look at, um, you know, again, we're not here to shill. This is not financial advice, but we love looking at projects we know or don't know and also seeing some of the artwork. So Maz, I bought into a project yesterday ca called Bastard Penguins, right? So Bastard <laughs> Penguins. Uh, I got some of these and they are going to reveal tonight at 8 p.m. Eastern time, I believe. Uh, are you in this project and what do you think about this? Yeah, I'm into these as well. Um, you know, it's cute profile picture season. So it looks like, you know, all the cute profile pictures are mooning. So definitely I minted a couple of these. I will be keeping up with the reveal. I do like how they look, you know, they're, they're pretty cute. They're pretty uh, profile pick worthy. So, yes, I will be tuning in for these. What, what are you hoping for? Any traits? Any uh, specifics there? I, I like that beanie hat. I think there was a Spider-Man looking one and a Bart Simpson-looking yeah. one that I had my eye on. But, again, and, and then also, Maz, so, yeah, go ahead and answer that. And then we got to talk about their uh, their giveaway. So, what yes. traits are you looking for? So, I like the Power Ranger one, man. Oh, the Power Ranger. One. My Dude, kids that. love Power Rangers. Dude, so. I would love that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, speaking of the giveaway, yeah, tell us a little, little yeah. bit more about that. Yeah, so, I mean, we We've talked about projects, right, that do, you know, giveaways. We had Secret Society of Wales talk, right, where they gave away a bored ape. So Bastard Penguins will be giving away some, some money, right, cash money to a couple uh -huh. winners. And then also a Tesla. They are giving away a Tesla to one Bastard Penguin owner. They took their snapshot earlier oh, today, wow. I believe. So, Maz, you have the chance to win a Tesla just for getting one of these uh, cute penguins. So, uh, fingers crossed. But if I if I win that Tesla, I'm, I'm going to be pretty pumped. Exactly. Yeah, that's interesting to see that. Um, so, is it, I'm curious to see if it's per wallet or if it's per uh, penguin that you own. I think, it's per, I think it's one per penguin. One entry per penguin is what I read Got in it. the Discord. So, we'll, we'll see if that ends up being true because that gives me uh, more than one uh, entry here. Exactly. Interesting. And then, so we have, they are unveiling tonight, and then we have the bears, right? Bears uh, minted today. The What were those called? The bear season bears? Yeah, so we had uh, bear market bears. Yes. Um, that, that's a fun name, right? And this was kind of cool artwork. And the thing that caught my eye, Maz, uh, this project didn't have a ton of followers on Twitter or in the Discord, 
But then there yeah. were some articles circulated, right, that the artist of this project actually drew a comic for The New Yorker, a well-known magazine. Oh, cool. And his story is that he lost his cool cat. He had it stolen. So he modeled this project after the cool cats, right? And you mentioned that earlier on the show, right? There's a lot of projects out there, a lot of FOMO, people looking for the next cool cats, right? So this project minted today, and it didn't have a lot of steam at first, but then it it blew up in a hurry, right? We saw gas hit, I think, almost 400 as this thing started selling out towards the end. Um, I, I like the artwork. I, I'm curious to see. It sounds like the reveal is going to be in 24 hours. So I do own some of these. Uh, this was 0 0.035 to mint and we're at a floor of 0 0.06. So a decent return right now if you got in on this one early. Um, but Absolutely. What do you think of this one, Maz? Yeah. So again, yeah, they definitely remind me, I can tell they're uh, inspired by cool cats, but actually, you know, they're inspired by cool cats, but they have their own unique style to them. It's not a complete ripoff, which I like. I actually like these a lot. Uh, I like the T, the computer one looks pretty cool. The gas mask one looks cool. So yeah, I think I'm they, curious to see they how had that one, one that uh, they compared to Bre uh, Breaking Bad. It was uh, Breaking Bear, yeah. they called it, with, with the mask. So I like that. I mean, I'm a big fan of Breaking Bad. I watched that whole show. So to get a bear, you know, along that lines would be kind of cool. So I, I own some of these and I'm excited. Uh, another, uh, you know, mint that happened today that, again, started out slow. And then it sold out in a hurry. And that's why, you know, sometimes it pays to be early. Uh, you know, if you have the time to be on Twitter, be in these discords, uh, it can pay off uh, with getting into some of these projects. So we Absolutely. also have uh, Subducks, right? Subducks on September 30th. So that is Thursday this week. They are dropping King Frog. So you will be able to claim... Um, if you are a duck holder, there's also going to be a public sale. Um, so I, I kind of like this, right? You, you own a sub duck, you're going to get a frog, uh, that picture down below, um, and your claimed frogs inherit, inherit your duck traits. Maz, that's a question we've asked a lot of these teams, right? When we had on, you know, Doge Pound, when we had on Crypto Dads. When they normally do these new NFTs, it's a random draw, right? You don't get any traits from your existing one. Subdux is going to do it the other way. You're going to get traits based on your current holding. Uh, I'm a fan of both ways. I don't know which way I prefer. You have thoughts on this, Matt? Yeah, um, it's interesting. I think one helps you know current holders and the other strategy is to bring in new holders, right? So it seems like this strategy is rewarding current holders a little bit more, uh, you know, that bought the rare ones that have been able to, you know, build the community. It's interesting because Subdux was one of the first projects when I first got into NFTs, it was Subdux and Cool Cats. Those were like, you know, below one ETH floor. And it's crazy to see them grow so much so quick. So I'm a big fan of them and what they're doing so far. So I will definitely try to snipe a couple of these. And then right before the show started, or actually when the show started, we did have a drop, Maz, that I was watching, didn't get into. Tropical Turtles, did you hear of that one? I don't know if pictures out of this one yet, but they had a pretty big um, following on social media. So I'm curious to see um, if this one sold out and what kind of reaction it got. Um, I don't see a tweet from them that it did sell out. Um, 0 0.035 per turtle. Um, but this was a project I was watching because Maz, I mean, 
It's got that cute <laughs> factor, right? And we know how well that does. Um, yeah, so it looks like it did not uh, catch on as quick as people thought. So it looks like uh, still in progress. So um, anyone out there in the chat, start dropping those projects in. Uh, Maz, are there any other upcoming mints or events that you're watching that we didn't get to today? Um you know what? It's interesting now because I've realized a lot of these projects that are successful, they're stealth drops. You know, they're yep. they're not marketed, they're not promoted anywhere. They just happen at a random time. So no, there's nothing specific, but I feel like the way the most successful projects right now have been stealth drops. So I will keep my eye out for those because there's just so many projects going around, you know. What about you? Yeah, yeah, you know, that's the biggest thing is the either the stealth drops. Or these ones like the bears, right? Where maybe it was on a calendar, but it wasn't on a big calendar. It wasn't widely circulated, but then it takes, you know, some different community artwork, seeing the roadmap, seeing the cute factor, right? To really get the the momentum going. Um, you know, that's how I found out about, you know, the bears today, um, the bastard penguins. You know, I didn't see them on a big calendar. It was just, uh, you know, finding it through the community, right? Which we're all about. Uh, shout out Ruel in the chat. Ruel asking about Dark Horizon. Dark Horizon. I do not know this one. That artwork, though, in that PFP looks pretty cool. Uh, so Ruel saying, I love the art I saw from it. Ruel, give us uh, uh, some more info maybe while we're looking up. I'm guessing this one has not minted yet. Do we have a date? Um, it October. October. Okay. Yeah. Maz, what do you think of that artwork? I mean, it, it looks, you know, similar to some projects, but I think it's uh, different enough. What What do you think? Yeah, definitely getting the Oni uh, Omnimorph vibe from this one. Um, you know, they're cool. I like them. I I would look more into the roadmap and see the community. I, I like them a lot, for sure. The, the color pops. I think the color with these are pop a little more to me, just looking at them from a just outside point of view really quick. What do you think? Of yeah. Yeah. And Ruel saying uh, October 10th is the mint date. So we're going to have to add that to the calendar. Um, I like that, you know, we've got some time to do the research and look. Um, I, I, I like that color. I feel like those colors pop, especially the ones where like the face is purple and the moon behind is purple or green and green. You know what I mean? The color on the yeah. color. I, I kind of like those. Yeah, exactly. And I think the question is, you know, would it make a good uh, profile picture, right? If it if it's a yes, then it's most likely going to do well, you know. Yeah, uh, and not I mean, financial advice. <laughs> that that's the big thing, right? Are are we back to Oni and you know some of the big artwork projects being profile pictures, or are we full in on the cute factor season? Maz, another thing we we didn't talk about, and I don't know if you saw this. Um, I know someone shouted it out in the Discord. I wrote an article about it. Discord change to where if you are a nitro member so if you pay the monthly fee of either 4.99 or 9.99 you can now change your discord profile picture in each individual discord did you know that i did see that and i think that's really awesome because we're involved in so many communities and i wonder if they did that strictly because of nfts i think so that was the yeah. article i wrote maz was if if you're big in nfts right so discord started you know, it was heavy in the video game community. Then it was, you know, big for stock trading communities. And now we know all too well, right, that it is so big for NFTs building communities. So I think this is huge, right? Because, yeah. you know, if I'm in a bunch of different discords, but I own a bunch of different NFTs, 
how do I pick which one I display across all the discords I'm in? Also, if you're trying to be a loyal member to a discord, but they see that your profile picture is a different <laughs> NFT project. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I've had that happen, right? How does that look? But you can't just make it, you know, every, you, you want to be in more than one discord. So you can't just make it one profile. So now if you pay, which I mean, I think it's worth it, right? Because you also get server boosts. You get unlimited discords. I mean, I know I've hit that, right? Where you hit 100 discords and you can't add any more. But to be able to change your profile picture, I mean, why not show off the NFTs you bought? I mean, isn't that part of, you know, having that that wallet with all these different NFTs is the value, the rise in growth, and also the, the show-off factor. Exactly. No, that's awesome. Actually, one other thing I want to talk about we didn't talk about. Did you see Joe Rogan who was talking about apes in his last episode yesterday? He pulled up a picture of an ape and started talking about it. I didn't. Which which ape? He was talking about uh, board, board apes, apes or the board new apes. ones? Okay. Yeah, board apes. Yeah. I did not. He, yeah, he was just kind of going over the price and, you know, he was he uh caught, you know, just screenshotted it type of thing. He wasn't really a big believer, which just shows us how early we are. You know, I still think public uh, perception of NFTs are you can just screenshot this or just, you know, uh, left click, right click, save. Uh, so it was interesting to see that. Yeah, uh, I'm seeing a comment here from Omar in the chat. Thoughts on Hall of Fame goats. Maz, I remember when these came out. Um, I don't know if you know these, but it is one of the artists yeah. behind Bored Apes, right? And he also recently launched the uh, Vampires. So well-known artist in the NFT community. Um, I was surprised that these didn't really take off when they were launched. We have a floor right now of 0.05. What do you what do you think of goats? I think I also saw recently that they were working on an updated uh roadmap or uh maybe a fusion or a new something. I'm gonna have to look at this, but what do you think of Hall of Fame goats? Funny story. This was actually one of my first like couple uh, of live live mints. You know, this is one of my first live mints that I did when they launched back in July. Um, you know, their original roadmap was I think they were going to do a festival or something like that. And I just think it got they got lost with all the new hype coming on. They kind of got slept on. But, you know, I like the art. You know, I, I would, I'm curious to see what the roadmap is. And the thing about these NFTs is we go through cycles, right? So yep. these goats may end up pumping a week or a month or a year from now. Who knows? Considering the fact that Bored Apes has become successful and they have ties to the artists, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, definitely helps to have, you know, the artist of one of the biggest projects out there. Um, you know, the Vampire one had a huge discord, a huge demand, right, based on him being in the project. Uh, yeah, we're going to have to check out the roadmap of Hall of Fame Goat Lodge because um, there could be something there. Um, well, that is just going to about do it for our show today. Coming up after the roadmap, Benzinga is premiering an education video on short selling. I know that's that evil phrase, right, in the <laughs> stock market, short selling. But we're going to give you some education on short selling and why investors should maybe look at that new avenue Maz, we do not have a show on Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern time because Benzinga is hosting a healthcare conference covering healthcare stocks. But I'm thinking maybe when that healthcare conference ends, should we whip up a live episode of the roadmap at like 5 p.m. Eastern time? What do you think? You think the community out there wants that? Should we ask for some votes right now? Yeah, I'm curious to hear some votes. We'll ask community. Definitely, if you're watching and you want us to do a show later in the day on Thursday, thumbs up, leave us a comment. 
Um, you know, there's just so much going on in the NFT world, Chris, that when you miss a day, it feels like you're missing so much content to talk about. So yeah, I think the community will be down for it. Yeah. So guys smash the like and press one in the chat. Want to see us Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time when the healthcare conference ends. You heard Maz and I talk in headlines and some of these upcoming mints, right? I said Thursday, September 30th, a couple times. That's yeah. Thursday. If we don't do a show Thursday, you won't hear from us again until next week. So we're going to miss out on some stuff. Well, it looks like there's a lion out there that wants to see us Thursday. So Let's do it. Uh, let us know. Leave comments in the video um, after this airs as well. And hit Maz and I up on Twitter. Handles are there on the screen. Also want to bring up our roadmap uh, Twitter, if I can find it here as well. Um but uh, another great show, right? Exciting times yeah. for NFTs. There it is, the at the roadmap BZ, our our Twitter account, and then also follow Maz and I, and, and let us know if you want to hear more from us on Thursday. Maz, happy trading out there. I know we'll be talking over the next couple of days, and hopefully yes. we will see the community on Thursday at 5 p.m. Eastern time. Absolutely. Yeah. We're always looking for new projects. I mean, me and Chris constantly talk every single day about new projects coming up. So if you know any, let us know on Twitter. Uh, we're always on the search. So I'm excited and we will see you on Thursday. Awesome. Bye everyone. Take care. And